Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. It's not often you see something in the marketplace to amplify an advisor's profile that's truly unique, but that's what our next guest has done. Drew Force has been in brand development and strategy for many, many years. He's done a ton of work both inside and outside our industry. Nike, Adidas, Pendleton, healthcare, wines, universities, and on and on. The work outside our industry, I feel, is hugely beneficial to bringing new ideas into how financial services thinks about branding and marketing. At one point in the past, Drew and I had a successful agency together in Portland, Oregon. On sales calls, there was a lot of talking going on and it was mostly us. So I'm excited to see where this one goes. Welcome to the podcast, Drew. Thanks, Doug. Nice to be here. For someone that's been around marketing for longer than you care to admit, you've seen a consistency in a number of mistakes financial advisors make, one of those being the language they use. Tell me more about that. Well, uh, most working people use the language with their colleagues that they may not use with their friends. The same is true when working with clients. I think it's important that you think about what is said and how it's said. And acronyms like AUM and even RIA are not always known Advisors should recognize you know, they're not known by the outside world, even those simple ones that we that you know we hear in the industry all the time. But advisors should recognize when and when not to use acronyms in specific in, uh, industry specific language and industry specific uh, terminology language. Yeah, many people are afraid of advisors, so if they use language that is more simple, it's inviting. Common. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't have to talk real simple. But yeah, just use common, common language, just like we're talking right now. Yeah. Do you feel advisors or brands do a good job of understanding who their ideal client is? I think many say they do, but they don't realize they have a tribe and how to find them tri- their tribe. Yeah, some do. Uh, I think probably brands, in general, brands more than advisors. If you tend to identify an ideal client by talking about investable assets or, you know, how you're going to benefit from them, you may be missing the point. I think um, understanding, but but at the same time, understanding who your tribe is doesn't need to be a difficult exercise. I, I mean, if you just thought about what clients bring you the most joy, however you define that, I mean, it's an individual thing. Uh, whatever, whatever clients bring you the most joy, um, I think if you thought about why they do, why they bring you, you know, why you enjoy conversations with them, you're starting down a good path. Let's talk about design. When we worked together, I think we did some outstanding design work for clients. And it's an easy opportunity to separate yourselves from the get-go. When you look around, do you still see a lot of poor quality and opportunity to separate yourself? Yes. There's a lot of a lot of design that could be better. There are lots of ways to create separation, and design is a great one. And separation as you alluded to, creates opportunity. Hiring a professional designer and starting with your logo is a great way to start that separation. There is a lot of subpar design out there. So I think 
but I also think things are improving generally. Advisors have more access to designers, design tools. And then, you know, if you look at tools like Squarespace and Wix, the web platforms, you know, allow you to expand that into um, a, a well-organized uh, website. The biggest issue may not be design, but what is said, how it's said, and how it's presented. If you think about the way you communicate with the outside world, you should think about what the ideal might, ideal client might care about um, and, and how they want to receive the message and the timing of that delivery. So all those things are associated with creating separation. It's important for advisors and brands to find their purpose. And you talk about that a lot. So zero in for me on what do you mean by that and why it's important? Yeah. Um, purpose, a purpose for an organization is, is their center point. I mean, it becomes the foundation of the organization and it provides two primary things. One, it provides a focus for all the effort that the organization does daily meeting goals, planning goals, all that. It also acts as number two, it also acts as a filter for endeavors a company might engage in. And so I think, you know, having focus and then this filter is is a is a really important thing and and that is another way to create separation advisors are always looking for differentiation what makes me unique many say there's little differentiation amongst them i disagree and always say advisors are like snowflakes they're all different they have different goals yes different specialties skill sets your view is that they should get personal tell me more about that you're right. Uh, everyone is different. But when it comes to work part of their lives, they tend to fit into a mold, like a pre-prescribed -pre mold, and then they sound the same. And so to create differentiation, uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but it, I think you need to shift your thinking. And I think getting personal opens the door to the best lasting relationships. Change your tone change your approach, just shift things a little bit. And I think you can start to, you can start to make real connections with people. I just did a presentation this week to the FPA next gen, and many of them want to become contributors to the site. And I gave them a green light to create content in any way they wanted to, to reach this next gen. And next gen means a lot of different things. It means younger people, it means different people and whatnot. And they were incredibly excited about that opportunity. And that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Right. I mean, like I said, it doesn't need to be a brand new thing that nobody's ever thought of, but just change the way you think and you create, you can create some pretty cool separation. And I think if you pay attention, like next gen stuff, pay attention to how they grew up, what, you know, what do they use and, and what is, what are, what do relationships mean to them? It's different. It is. And to take this further, a prospect's really not hiring a firm. They're hiring a person, which is your bullseye. And that's such a different way to think about it. I think that, again, that's, that's a great way to see it. And that's the shift that I'm talking about. If you, if you think about presenting yourself as, an, I mean, you're an advisor, not an advisory firm. You're an advisor. And that's the way the outside world will see you. So why not? I mean, I think, you know, what if you just presented yourself and not a firm? That's different. That could be a cool, powerful way to connect to the right people. 
you discovered something over this journey, a unique way to show this to someone interested in an advisor, and you call it a short film bio. Where did you get the idea? What is it? And how do you execute it? I've helped in the last couple of years, I've helped maybe two dozen advisors leave a big bank or warehouse and, and become independent. And looking at web analytics and independent advisors, web traffic shows that 95 plus percent of their traffic goes to their bio page. Homepage, bio page. Homepage bio, first, bio. bio page second. Well, but that's where it goes, right? I mean, you might, you don't know the bio page until you land it, right? So you got to get to the homepage. And then, but, the but then 95% of the, the traffic, the next click goes to the bio page. And they then, don't go to listen to how you do what you do. They don't go, they, they want to know who you are. There's three clicks, homepage, bio page, gone. Right, exactly. And so, and so, yeah, right. So how do you make the most of that? opportunity right there they are on your bio page and and again like i just said you know this is the perfect place to to shift your thinking everybody's bio sounds the same and like you said everybody is different everybody's a snowflake everybody has unique qualities but they all sound the same they say where i worked before they say how many pets they have at home and you know they like you know what you know it's just their license, they talk about their licenses, of course, you know, these are things, and, and I'm not saying you totally replace a written bio, but what I'm saying is this short film bio gets someone down a path much quicker, converting them from a prospect to a client. And the process is we, we've got it really dialed in. I mean, it, we have a recipe for these things and they're fantastic. We spend two to four hours with each person that we're doing a short film bio for getting, we just hang out. We just get to know, them. you know, we might have lunch, go have a beer talk, you know, we might go hit golf balls. We might, you know, whatever. It's just, it's getting, it's getting to know them, what makes them tick, what they care about. And, and from that stuff outcomes values and personality and all these wonderful things. And we find a thread. There's a, there's a storyline that comes out of that, that time we spend together. And then the next day we have a small crew. We come in and we shoot, for an entire day um and the middle part of the day when the sun's at the highest and it's not you know perfect lighting for shooting stuff outside we're doing an interview we're recording it from a couple of different angles and then coming you know after we're done the the interview becomes the voiceover there are a lot of parts about this that are really cool but leading someone through an interview that then you can go back through and pull out their story from in their words. And we don't, you know, we, we keep their language, you know, we use all their language. It's, it's makes it so much more uh, it's genuine. It's just real. It, you know, there's, there's stuttering like I'm doing right now. There's just stuttering as you go through and it's, this is the way people talk and we don't take all that stuff out. We leave some of it in there so that it feels like you're listening to someone talk about life. And it's, they're so powerful and they, and they work and they work. And they are working. Tell me about Palo Alto Wealth. They eliminated the second click and put these things on their homepage. So what's been the response and what's been the ROI? Yeah, totally brilliant. They've added a hundred million. They added a hundred million under management in about 10 months after adding these to their site. And like you said, they put them front and center and they actually use that language where 
you're not hiring a firm, you're hiring a person. And here, you know, right and directly below that, you get to meet the two guys who are the principals. And um, it, it's just brilliant. I mean, they just pay attention to that and, and they're leveraging that. They, and they know that their goal for someone going to their website is to have a conversation with that person. And, and the really cool thing, I, I got an email from, uh, from one of the principals a couple months ago saying that during the pandemic, when nobody was meeting with anybody, they grew like crazy. And they grew like crazy because their new clients would come to their website and immediately get to know them, meet them through these short phone bios, and then sign up because they connected. I mean, that's what happened. And, and they said, you know, he, he told me that. So that, that's a really cool thing. And one other quick anecdote, or, or I guess ROI, if you want to use jargon. We're not yeah. supposed to use jargon, but everybody knows what ROI is. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Another group that was early on in doing these, also in the Bay Area, in East Bay, Wallace Advisory Group, they added a $30 million family. And that family, in the first three meetings with them, they said, you know, we each time they talked about these videos, these video bios that the father and son team had on their on their site, and they said we wouldn't be here without them. It just they just let us into you guys, and and that's it. It's really really cool to see that. I guess my hunch on I've been doing this for thirty years is more than a hunch. You know that that connecting on a deeper level matters to ideal clients, and it does. You know, I usually say this to the end, but where can people see these things? Forcebranddesign.com. And there's a link in the, yeah, link in the, in the top navigation for short film bios. Yeah. There's about 10 to 12 of them on there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a dozen. I don't know. 10. Yeah. At least 10. Yeah. Um, lastly, most, of them are, most of them are financial services related. Right. And yeah. you have to see them. They're, they're that fantastic. I agree. lastly your biggest theme for marketing and it's something that you do in these bios is tell the truth in financial services we always tell the truth but what do you mean by that in marketing well yeah i mean the fiduciary is is the term right that you have to act in the client's best interest all the time um which is another one anyway that's 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 becoming more well known but yes yes but, but when, when you know who you want to add as clients, you should tell them your story. And that's the cool thing. Like you just said, the short phone bios, they, they tell you, they tell the outside world your truth. And, um, and actually when I'm talking to someone about them, they all I'm worried about coming up with the right things to say. And I said, you don't need to worry about that because we're going to have a conversation. And the, the truth is going to be, communicated on the out uh, on the output on the other on the other end and so like you said clients are hiring people not a firm so focus your marketing marketing efforts in impactful ways i believe this is a profession where clients and advisors should be friends so if that's you know if, if you feel that way too connect with them on a deeper level it's okay to be a little vulnerable but show your true colors. What do you care about? And share stories that will connect with people. It's interesting you say that. I did a podcast with a, a advisor in his late 70s. And he said he keeps working because all of his clients are his best friends. 
that's great. I mean, that's 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 solid gold, isn't it? Thanks so much for doing this. It's really good to see you. Thanks for having me. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Vice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.